Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Hi, church, and welcome to Celebration Church Online. It's so great to have you with us today, whether you're listening on podcasts, watching on YouTube or social media. We're just so excited to have you join us, and we just pray today God just touches your life, that you are blessed, that you walk away more in love with Jesus. Last week, we spoke about waiting on God, and I heard some amazing feedback from a bunch of different people about the importance of waiting on Him. And I encourage you, if you missed that, go have a listen. God loves it when we wait on Him. There's blessing and breakthrough when we wait on Him. Today, I'm extra excited to be speaking to you about a subject which is really powerful when it comes to being a revival culture, a culture that brings heaven to earth, a culture that sees Jesus uh, manifest, his presence, his love, his goodness manifest. Today's subject is called the importance of the secret place. The importance of the secret place. One of my favorite games as you're a kid growing up uh, was hide and seek. I just loved hide and seek. And then growing up um, and becoming a teenager, uh, we used to have uh, here at youth every uh, week in winter, we'd have a game called, uh, what was it called? Spotlight, that's right. And we would go out and someone would go out with their torch. And if you don't know what Spotlight is, I don't know where you've been. But basically what it is, is um, you people go out, it's like hide and seek, and they hide somewhere on the property and somebody has a torch and they go around trying to, see you and if they see you they're going to say your name and basically say spotlight and get you caught by the light and then when you get caught you're out or basically you join the people finding others and i remember here i was doing that one one week and i loved it because i know the church property pretty well here as a teenager and i was over on the kids uh kids buildings uh stairs and the person with their torch was chasing me around the back of the church and i remember running up the if you know our church, the path on the front of the stairs on the, the kids' building, basically. And at the end, there is kind of a, uh, what's it, like a, a fence or what's the, the word, uh, gate? I don't know. And I was running and I, I saw that and I thought, if I jump over that into, onto the gravel, it's going to be a huge getaway because this person won't be able to do that. And I was obviously a bit more flexible back then, a bit more, who knows, energetic, hardcore parkour, as some might say. Um, and I remember running and, and I went to jump out from that over into the, onto the asphalt. And because it was nighttime, I couldn't see properly, I misjudged it and my foot got caught on the top of it. And that drop was probably about a two meter drop and I hit it at speed and just done a full somersault and landed flat on my back in the in the car park looking up at the stars and I did get caught by the spotlight person. I think I was pretty scraped up. Uh, it wasn't one of my finest moments, but it was a moment that I cherished for, I don't know, it was still fun. There's still something to remember. And I remember in spotlight, the whole thing was trying to hide somewhere in secret. If you're good at it, there was always that kid that they would go and they would hide and you never found them. You forgot they existed. At the end of the night, their parents came to pick them up. We didn't know where they were. They were up some tree somewhere. Looked like bad youth leaders. Uh, I don't know, maybe you were that person. Maybe you're the one that never got found. Uh, who knows? I wasn't that good at spotlight or at hide and seek. But the thing is with God is, is that he actually, 
He, he loves it when we actually meet him in the secret place. You know, God doesn't hide himself away from us because he doesn't love us. He, he hides away from us so often in seasons because he wants us to draw nearer to him. And sometimes you're going to have seasons where you feel like you're close to God and he's you know, just pouring himself out. You can sense his presence and it's amazing. And then, I don't know, sometimes you can feel like, where is God? Is God still speaking to me? Is, is he still close to me? And God is still close to you, but he might be in a secret place. He might be in a place where he wants you to seek him out. He might be playing a little bit of spiritual spotlight of, hey, seek me, find me. Because as we seek after God, we hunger for him. It shows that we actually want more of him. And there's always great blessing in the secret place. And today for a few minutes, I want to speak about the secret place. And I want to speak about the importance of meeting God in the secret place. I think one of the great challenges today we have is that we live in a world where everything seems to be put on social media. Everything seems to be put in the spotlight, if you like, of our lives. And it gets tough sometimes because most of our highlight moments are put on social media when we don't really promote our lowlights. We compare ourselves with other people's highlights. The thing is with the kingdom of God is that God isn't so fussed about that. God actually wants you to understand that in a generation where everything's put out into the open, there's actually some things that become powerful when they're actually done in secret. And I'm not talking about sin. Sin is done in secret often. It's done in, in, in secret places. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm speaking about is actually being people who seek God in the secret place. Seek him in the times when no one else knows that you are seeking him. Because there's great reward in the secret place. And so today, let's just come around. And if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to... Let me see. Psalm 91 verse 1. Psalm 91 verse 1. It says this, if you turn there, it says this. It says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I don't know about you, but I want to be somebody who abides in the shadow of the Almighty. I want to be somebody who can be overshadowed by the greatness of God. And it says here that the way we do that is by seeing him or dwelling in the secret place. The secret place being the place that is just between you and God. The place that is intimate, the place that dwells, the place that you know that you and God can encounter each other in a powerful and a, an anointed way. The second thing is found in Psalm 27. Psalm 27, verse 5. If you've got your Bibles, why don't you turn there? It says this. Psalm 27, 5. For the day of trouble, he will conceal me in the tabernacle. In the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. He will lift me up on the rock. In the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. And he will lift me up on the rock. I would encourage you today that God wants to hide you in the secret place of his presence. He wants you to be someone who is passionate about the secret place of his presence. Today I want to speak to you about four things that happen when we dwell in the secret place. God wants to meet us in the secret place. The first thing is found in Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. If you have your Bibles, why don't you turn there? Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. It says this, 
It says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in their synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. Verse 6 says, But when you pray, go into your room and close the door and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. The first thing that happens when we actually meet God in a secret place is this, is that there's power when we pray in the secret place. Be somebody who commits to praying in the secret place. Don't just be someone who prays grace before you eat your food or you know, at a connect group or on Sundays. No, the power and the reward is found in the times of prayer that you have with God when no one else is looking. It's when it's just God with you. It's not when you have an audience. It's not when you put the, you know, the Instagram photo up of, you know, coffee and the word, the hashtag, or, you know, and it's like you're promoting your time with, no, have your quiet time with God. Have your secret time with God. And it says here, it's so powerful. Your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I encourage you to be a secret prayer. Be somebody who prays for people and just you don't need to even tell them you're praying for them just pray for them and by doing so there's great reward when we do that in mark chapter 1 verse 35 it says this it says and rising early in the morning while it was still dark jesus departed and went into a desolate place and there he prayed jesus himself gives us the example of being people who actually go away into desolate or isolated places I would say here, a secret place. He got away from the noise, got away from the crowd, and he would spend time with his father in prayer. To the point where another example, the disciples get upset. They say, where were you, Jesus? And he was, I was spending time with my father. Be someone who commits to spending time with God in prayer in the secret place for this great reward. Amen. The second thing is this. In Matthew chapter 6, second thing, second thing is this. Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. If you've got your Bibles, turn there. It says this. It says, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from my Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues or on the streets, to be honoured by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in what? In secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Here's another example how God wants to reward you, but it's because of the secret place that what's done in secret that God's blessing is there. And when it comes to the secret place, the second thing is this. God wants us to be people who often will give in secret. Be someone who doesn't announce your giving to everybody around, like it says here, the hypocrites did that. No, no, be the one who just gives because you have a heart to give. You have a generous heart. You have a kingdom heart. But be somebody who becomes a sneaky giver. A sneaky giver. I remember in youth ministry days, there was a group, one of our amazing youth leaders, uh, Jenny Mitchell, I gave away our identity, had a group called, what was it? Secret Angels. Thank you camera person secret angels and they were part of that i'm pretty sure hey maddie um and basically what they had was 
uh, a group that their ministry, and it was actually their connect group, would go around and secretly be the secret angels and actually go and bless people anonymously who they felt needed to be blessed. And they would do all kinds of things from cards of kindness through to gifts, through to flowers, through to food, and just go around this youth leader with her youth age connect group, jump in the car, we're going to go be, not Charlie's angels, secret angels, go around and bless people. And I, I remember I used to hear amazing testimonies from that. And I was so inspired that some of our young people, and that was an initiative that they came up with. And when it comes to God, I want to encourage us that we should all be like the secret angels. We should all be like them who go around thinking, how can I bless people? And sometimes people don't need to know who it's coming from because, you know, and it's tough because sometimes you want to make sure that, you know, you know, it's coming from me, but I make sure my name is on the, on the card, make sure they understand the sacrifice that I, I gave. But it says here that if you give in secret, your father will reward you. And so when it comes to your giving, I encourage you, give in secret. Make sure it's, you know, it's fun. It's fun to have a bunch of groceries turn up on someone's door. Who knows? It could be the very week they needed groceries or, you know, a bunch of flowers when someone's feeling down or a gift, whatever it might be, whatever you feel prompted to do, make it a part of your lifestyle to be a secret giver. You never know how powerful it is, A, for someone else, and B, the reward that you're going to receive in your life by giving in secret. The power of the secret place, amen? And the third thing is this, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. And I'm going to just give you the, the, the point straight up, and then we'll read the scripture. But the point is this, the third thing about the secret place is this, is that when we are people who worship in the secret place, there is great reward. I want to encourage you, be somebody who worships, not just corporately in the church, not just in front of others, be somebody who actually worships when no one else is looking. Let's just read the scripture here. Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. It says, And when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head, or in mean, modern translation, have a shower, put on some deodorant, Wash your face so that you will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I love that. Fasting is a type of worship. It represents worship. And it's speaking here saying, make sure that when you fast, make sure that when you worship God, when you're doing something of sacrifice, don't do it so everyone can see it. Do it so that no one can see it. And it says, and your father who sees what is done in secret. I wonder if sometimes he sees more what we do in secret. I know God sees everything, but maybe it draws his heart in a way that other things don't. I encourage you today with that to be somebody who worships in secret. Make sure that you have a lifestyle of worship. Let's make sure that we, we lift our voice in our homes, we lift our hands in worship, that we sing songs to, unto God, that we worship God with our, our whole being as living sacrifices. And by doing so, it says here that God will reward you. There is power in the secret place. The fourth and final thing today I want to share with you is this. When we love in secret, powerful things happen. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, 
why don't you turn there as well, 1 Peter 4 verse 8, it says this, it says, above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sin. Love covers a multitude of sin. It doesn't promote people's sin. It doesn't expose people's sin. It covers it. In other words, it keeps it on the down low. It doesn't expose the shame to everybody else. That's the power of love. Aren't you glad that when you became a Christian, that one of the things that you happened when you prayed a prayer of repentance was God stood there or a voice appears and goes through every single one of your sins for everyone to hear? I'm glad that didn't happen and doesn't happen in my life. You see, God doesn't promote your sin. God promotes his love. And I think when it comes to his kingdom, when it comes to his love for us, he covers our sin by his grace. He covers our sin by his mercy. And when it comes to our love for him, our love for others, we have to make sure that we are so full of his love that we cover each other's sin. In a gossipy world, hey, we love to hear the goss. All right, some people do anyway, I don't. But some people, you know, they love to share the latest drama. No, that's not who we are as kingdom people. We're called to be people who have a heart that covers each other because then it's a safe place. I'm not talking about covering sin that keeps going. I'm talking about when people have a repentant heart and they confess or they make a mistake. Let's be people who cover each other because love does that. And I love the fact that love does that. Today, I want to just finish by saying, let's be a people who understand that God loves it when we, A, we meet him in the secret place and B, when we do things out of that secret place. Let's be a people who makes time to pray in the secret place, who takes time to give in the secret place, takes time to love in the secret place because God's presence is upon us and he wants us to be that. The greatest act of worship is actually when you meet him in that secret place. And in an age where everything seems to be on everyone's business, out in public, hey, God wants to meet you and reward you in the secret place. As you finish, I want to encourage you to consider these questions, whether you're at home with your family, listening on podcasts, in the car, or at home in your celebration home group. Here are some things just to discuss together and to think through. Number one, why is it important for you to spend time in the secret place. Why is it important for you to spend time in the secret place? Number two, what does the secret place look like for you? What does a secret place look like for you? And number three, I want you to practically do this. I want you to find a way to give this week from the secret place. In other words, be like the secret angels. Find someone and bless them, but do it secretly. Do it without your name on it. And be amazed how God can use that to really break open a situation and bless people in Jesus' name and bring heaven to earth. After all, that is our call. I bless you today, church. I thank you for joining us. And we can't wait to see you next week in Celebration Church Online. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.